Let me do this, Commander. I promise I'll only get a small amount of satisfaction from it. Fine. It's all yours. Hey, Avengers. Commander Hill felt bad for leaving me out of your last trip to take out a shiny new Taskmaster clone. She's thought better of it this time. Shall we? Excuse me while I refer to him as Anthony Masters for the rest of this mission. That skull for brains was on my undercover team when he decided to go mercenary. A lot of good people died that day. I plan on reminding him he has blood on his hands. Hello and welcome to Elgar the Podcast. As always, I'm Abdullah and I'm joined today by, with, introduce yourself. Hey, this is Alicia Rotaro. Is that how you, is that how you pronounce your last name? Rotaro? Yeah, <laughs> he's got to roll those R's. <laughs> <laughs> um, first question is the obvious one. How did you get started? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long journey, I guess, uh, probably like elementary high school, if I'm going to go back to the roots, like doing theater. Um, I was a competitive pianist growing up, so I was always on stage performing. And then university hit and I started um focusing more on theater as my major and then professionally I pretty much started working in the film industry right out of university so I was like 20 22 um and then it just kind of spiraled into a whole bunch of what it is now like voiceover uh, performance capture on camera a little bit of producing stuff like that and how was, because I did my research and I know that you started out doing on camera first and then you trans yeah. slowly transitioned into voiceover. And I'm kind of wondering, like, what what was that process like for you going from on camera to voiceover? Um, it was pretty neat. I mean, it all happened organically and in a way that I I didn't even know, like, existed. Like, I, I knew voiceover existed, obviously, but like I didn't, you know what I mean? So I met a casting director in Vancouver at a, uh, I think it was a VIF party, like a Vancouver International Film Festival party back in 2010 or 2009. Alistair Abel is his name. He's an amazing man. Um, he's my mentor for many, many years. And he and I got to chatting at this event and he ended up just calling me in for some casting sessions and I ended up booking stuff and didn't stop. And then I aligned myself with, I think, one of the top agents in Canada still with him name's Ralph at red and um my career just kept evolving and then 2016 17 I started to make the move down to California got my visa to work down here and um met with SBV one of the biggest voice teams in the U.S. and they signed me so I've been with them down here since that time still with them they're awesome and um it's kind of what happened i just met people worked hard and continued to put out good stuff hopefully <laughs> that was received well by people <laughs> and yeah so be it and was my little pony your first voiceover role like in a animation yeah uh, oh my god please don't um Please don't hate me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to probably say yes. It was so long ago. I want to say yes, maybe, probably. It was one of it was one of my firsts. Yeah, because, so it was like pretty big for because, me. Because <laughs> um, I know that that 
show was done in Canada. It was like one of the last uh -huh. shows that, that was done in Canada. And right. You know, when I looked up your credits, I'm like, oh, she was on My Little Pony. Obviously, you know, <laughs> she's obviously Canadian because you know, it was either because uh, uh, it was either like you were someone that they got for the show or you were just Canadian. So, you know. yeah, kind of both. I mean, like it was. Yeah, you're right. It, it was being um, produced and I guess made up there. I was only on it for like that one episode. But for me, that was like a huge, massive win. I guess if the wording is appropriate there, just because it was like the most coveted show that people wanted to be on. There was such a huge fan following and there still is. Plus it's just a lot of fun. Um, so, I mean, when I booked that, I was ecstatic. I think I cried. Like I remember my agent calling me and I was like crying. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I liked that episode, even if it was like a short segment, you know, you, it's always fun playing the villain and chewing the scenery. Right. <laughs> And, um, you know, after that, you obviously went on to bigger things. You know, you're Black Canary on, you know, you were uh, Black Canary on uh, Justice Society, World War II, which is not a very good title, but whatever. That's the title they chose. But, um, you know, how did that come about? Um, that was another just like, you know, put your work in kind of moment. I got the audition through my team down here in L.A., and you don't really get told much like it's just like yo this is for a project here's an nda like you don't even really know i couldn't talk about it to anyone um and i remember i actually auditioned for like other characters on that project too i think i actually read for like wonder woman as well and that was like a long time before i got the casting note for black canary so for them to come back around to be like yo let's hear you again for this role was kind of nice that that's always like a, a leg up and a big win too you know when they're like okay maybe not this but here's another read so I just auditioned for it and I did my take on it um and I don't know I just I guess it just the stars aligned um and I got the call and same thing it was another like me crying on the phone moment because <laughs> um breaking into animation is so challenging it's I think it's one of the most aggressive competitive things, especially now. So when that came across my, my plate, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to eat this up and like dominate it and just enjoy it. So yeah, it was like, man, I, you know, I don't know how I got it. I just like to think that I put in the work and the time and the energy and put out a good audition and yeah, I don't know. And it just, it just fit. And was it weird playing Black Canary after being on Arrow for how many years? I know, right? That's so funny. It was kind of cool because it's a totally different medium, right? Like you're in animation land, totally different storyline. And it was just nice because it's part of the same universe, right? So it's like, okay, give homage to Arrow, which was like a big leg up for my on-camera career. So that was neat. But it was, yeah, for me, it was just like a new take on everything, right? Because I just wanted to make my rendition of Black Canary, my own, with what worked in the world that we were in. And of course, taking the notes and guidance from the showrunner and the voice director. So it was kind of like, it was surreal, but cool, but then also totally brand new at the same time, you know, like you just, yeah, I can't really, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. 
you know your take is a lot more violent than previous incarnations like this this version of um (laughs) this version does not take shit from nobody and will fuck you up if you get on your bad side (laughs) yeah well that was cool that was like i mean thanks for saying that because it was really i mean a lot of the the script itself was pretty heavy and i really just love that the team let me kind of go balls to the wall and let some raw emotion just like pour out of my face and out of my you know onto the mic and take it to extremes like there was you know like that cry that I did in the movie like the canary cry was me obviously it's altered to be more like whatever vibrationally sounding (laughs) I don't know what word you want to put there but all of the work you know was there for for me to just go deep and bring her to life and have that edge which is cool because I I I talked about it in another interview last year and it was one of the first times that I just really had the freedom in the studio to go there um and I can't like I can't wait to you know work with that team again or teams like it where we can just throw down and have some fun I feel like this is like a recurring theme for me where whenever I watch one of these DC movies and they get like a when they get the casting really right and I'm like Okay, is it possible to get this person back to portray this character again? Because I want to see more of them. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah, put it out there. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I had so much fun. And I think I would love to bring her to life again and many other rules. So let's hope. Let's hope. Manifest it. And, um, you know, moving on to the thing you're probably known for now is Cookie Run. And how did that whole thing come about? Right. Um, yeah. So that was another thing through my team down in LA. I just, I got this audition one day. Um, had, I had no idea what it was for, like at all. And it was just like, Hey, you're the voice of a cookie. And I'm like, okay. And it was once again, me just taking notes off of, off of email being like, this is what the character is kind of like, here's a little bit of the art. And if, you know, I kind of did my own research on the side and was like, Oh, okay. What's this world that I'm going to be a part of hopefully. And then just used what I could gather from the internet (laughs) to also help, you know, create this character out of the blue for me. Cause I'm, I'm not a, I hate to admit, like I'm not a gamer. I, I, I've never been. So for me, diving into these worlds is new and fun and exciting territory. Cause I'm like, Whoa, it's like learning a new language in a way, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, like, where do I start? And what a world, you know, like you can get swooped up in it. So same thing, like I threw that audition down, sent it away. And a few weeks later, it was like, yo, you booked it, like head over to the studio. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I had no idea. Like you walk in, I didn't have the script ahead of time because it was super top secret. You walk in and you don't even get a script. It's like on a TV, like they don't even give you the hard copies. So you just got to go with the flow. And the director was rad and you know, gave me as much information as I could and navigated the character a specific way and boom, beat cookie. <laughs> so it was just another one of those cool, wacky moments. And I got to mention this. I really love the fact that, you know, that she has um, a hood and her main weapon is a crossbow. How I know, like, int- isn't that, I like call back to arrow life in a weird, creepy way. Like, is that where you're going with this? Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, I feel you. Because <laughs> I'm like, is this a rib? Is this yeah. a rib? <laughs> yeah, it was honestly when I saw the art too. I was like, oh, interesting. I'll take it. That's cool. I'm down with that. 
I'm not angry about it. And and do you like? Um, is it weird hearing yourself in video games and movies and all that stuff? In the you know what I like to I like to to listen and or see what I'm doing, not to be like ooh look at me and look at the work I did. Wow, mostly just because I want to see how it gets edited, what they're using, how they maybe um, tweak it, you know, if they're putting any cool effects on stuff, like with the canary stuff, like that was rad, you know, like how they altered the screen, obviously. Um, but it's, for me, it's more of like a technical thing. Like I like to see how I can be better. So how I can grow or, you know, if, if um, I don't know, like if there was consistency in the performance, like I, I look at it as a more like technical, like weird analytic approach. If I even get to see my work, sometimes it's tough, especially with the video game stuff. Like I have to, uh, once again, like I said, I don't play. So I have to source it out or like reach out to the dev teams that created the project and get some clips um, just so I can hear it. Or I just go to like fan sites and I'm like, oh my God, like what are people saying? Just so I can maybe see it or hear it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's tough. And it's, it's interesting because at the end of the day too, like you kind of, you know, you do your work and then it's gone and you put it out there and it's like, you can't go back. It's like, okay, that's what it was. So I hope everyone enjoys it. <laughs> I mean, as someone who has played Avengers and uh, like, I, I got to admit, you know, it is annoying playing the same mission over and over again, hearing you say the Taskmaster storyline. Oh, thank you. Thank over, you. <laughs> over again. It's like, send oh. it to me. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> like that's one game I haven't heard myself in yet, for example, because I play multiple characters in that project. Um, So that's one that like, I don't know what I sound like from the three or four different characters I laid down. So bump it over. <laughs> Send me a clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's like, you know, you play a mission and then, you know, in the background, like it's, it's like, you know, do you want to take it from here? And you, you come in as like, yeah, we worked together, blah, blah, blah. And then he betrayed shield and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, it's cool the first time, but after like, playing the same mission 40 fucking times it's like i get it <laughs> i get it <laughs> you're like how do i mute her now yeah <laughs> bypass bypass <laughs> that's when i come on and i'm like sorry you cannot bypass this option you must listen to me over and over and over again and Could you imagine I, I i would joke that because and i don't know if you've seen this but because your character is found in like the mission hub, you know, she gives out missions. Right. Every time you go to her and talk to her, she's like, Hey, Avenger, I need your help with something. And I'm like, you know, if you're ever at a con or anything like that, <laughs> that's my call. Yeah, like, <laughs> Done. Hey, Avenger, I need, I need, I need your help with something. Yeah, man. I'll put that out there. Avenger you. That'd be so dope. Yeah, hopefully we get to go back and do those because it's been a minute. Like, I miss meeting people in person, that's for sure. It sucks. No, I was just about to ask, like, have you done any cons? Not since the pandemic hit. It's been a little bit, like, you know, detrimental um, to keep everything safe and whatever until everything is to a norm where I guess you could go out again. I, I don't know. And then I had a kid, right? So I was like, oh, if I go, like, I'd have to fly the whole fam out. It, like, it's a whole thing now. Because I can't just be like, yo, peace out, six month old. I'll be back in a week. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I 
I'm not going to lie. Like I really miss it. It was one of the things that, that really brought so much joy to my soul because meeting those people in the flesh that help support what I do is so life-changing. I mean, I, I do what I do to hopefully affect other people and like, you know, leave a good impact on their lives somehow. And hopefully, you know, a movie that I was in made them feel better or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's so nice to see people and say thank you to their faces. Um, so, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this year, maybe something will, will come into the ether of con life. I mean, I hope so. Cause yeah. you know, after like <laughs> two years of not doing cons, it's kind of, it just sucks i mean we had a we had a live um for like the wonder woman stuff or the dc stuff we had a panel that was live but it was you know different (laughs) like the whole cast was there which was dope but it's i don't know being in somebody's like personal space is different like when you can actually feel someone's energy in your bubble that's what gets me going i mean that's what i love about performing anyway um but I miss that. I miss that human connection. Well, I mean, so hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I mean, in general, I think that pretty much sums up the last two years perfectly is that, you know, we just miss that human connection because, you know, uh, texting, too. Uh, texting yeah. someone isn't a conversation. <laughs> it's tough. And you have to. Hell yeah. And then you have to commit to it. Right. Cause then you can kind of, you can, I'm, I'm bad at it now where I can uh, like drop combo in the middle of it and then like come back at it like a day later and be like, Oh yeah, by the way. And it's like on a text, it's kind of like a dick move. And I've had that happen to me too. Or you get the like bubbles, you know what I mean? Like someone's going to hit you up and you're like, Oh shit, they're going to send me a message. And then you're like, are they, aren't they, they are. Oh, Oh, nothing. So it's just so dumb, but I love it. I mean, like at least we're communicating some way. <laughs> But I do miss hugging people and like high fiving people, you know that kind of that kind of stuff. No, I, I would, you know, I'm hoping that you know eventually we go back to normal, normal where we can go out without having to worry about getting sick and keeping, you know, just you know, just uh, just God. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's like point in case, like what can you say? like and let's all just be good (laughs) um so like you know because i know that i mean voiceover i think benefited from the pandemic because like it was the only industry that kept going like it didn't stop and i'm kind of wondering like did you have your own home studio set up when oh yeah i mean i was kind of ahead of the (laughs) sounds so stupid i was kind of ahead of the pandemic um But I was like, I already had a a booth ready to rock because I was, that's just how it needed to be. Like I have so many auditions coming at me from all ends of things that I just needed to be at home and make sure what I'm putting out is the best, highest caliber of work I can do. So I got actually, I started working like out of my booth. I don't know, like pre, like way pre-pandemic, like 2018, 2017, like it was like a thing. Um, so when this all, I guess, hit or whatever you want to, word you want to use there, I was just kind of already online, if that makes sense. Um, so it was cool. It was like, I didn't have to scramble and do anything crazy like that because I was already set up and ready to go. I helped a lot of my friends get set up though, which was kind of neat. Like a lot of my voice 
voice actor colleagues were like, oh shit, like, where's your booth from? Um, what do you have? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. And then I think a lot of people just migrated to having their own home set up just for safety and also convenience. Cause like a lot of my friends um, in the voice industry, you know, we're kind of the same ages where it's like, okay, maybe we're having a, fa- a family or whatever, or maybe they just don't want to go to the studio anymore because of whatever's happening. So it was kind of neat. Cause I was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> And, um, you know, we're running real low on time here, but um, <laughs> I just uh, wanted to ask, like, what were you doing to stay sane during all this? Oh, shit. I mean, my husband and I got a dog. We rescued a dog in 2020. Um, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or not, but he has his own stupid little account that I never update because it's so hard to even manage my own. But we got a black German shepherd and he was like, awesome. It was just so cool. We started training him and. Um, we ended up buying a house in Vancouver. We bought a loft, um, which was our first home together. My husband and I so cool. Um, and we started just like, I don't know, being together more, which was like creepy and cool and weird at the same time, because I was literally back and forth from LA to Vancouver, like every other week, like I was working in Vancouver. Then I had to fly to LA to do work. So it was crazy. Like my life, my life for the better part of like half a decade, I would say was like on a plane back and forth for work. Um, so when this hit, I was like, Oh shit, we're like going to be together in the same city, in the same country. Like, like I'm not getting on, like, I can't get on a plane. Like LA is shut down. Like my management down here, my voice team down here was like, yeah, man, like just stay where you are. Like nothing's the studios are closed. Like there's no auditions. Like everyone's like, you know, out. So it was kind of cool. And we live in Vancouver as well, right? Like I'm Canadian and that's where I'm from. So being at home there and creating a home base there, um, even more so was really kind of what we focused on my husband and I and just each other. And then we decided to like have a kid because <laughs> we're like, Hey, like, I don't know, we're, we're in the same country and city. So this is going to work out. And, um, yeah we just made the call to be like okay like let's expand our family and like do this and see what happens and hopefully all goes well so it was kind of it was kind of like a very um awesome time I know that might sound weird to say because it's a pandemic and all this shit but like it was really fruitful for us as a unit and for me too just to get a like kind of regauge you know like what I want to do nice time to slow down because I really have a hard time doing that I still do um and just being outside like Vancouver is like you know our we have a rainforest up there so being able to go for a hike all the time and we have this beautiful dog and we have a home that we're making and I'm still working I'm so grateful you know knock on wood It, it was it was a lot of like hunkering down and just kind of figuring out life that way and I guess adulting which is sounds so lame but man, I did miss going to a club and dancing my face off though and having some tequila shots, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, so yeah, took that energy and I guess put it into Renos. <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. It fucking it- sucks. <laughs> yeah, like hashtag adult life, hashtag maybe cool, hashtag ew. Yeah. Um, anyway, before we get going, where can people find you online and can you give us an update on what you're currently working on? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm across the board on social media at Alicia Rotaru. You can find me mostly um, creeping, trolling Instagram. That's where I'm at predominantly. I tried to TikTok, but I feel like I'm so outdated on it. Um, And then right now I'm just working on a couple of video games. I cannot disclose what they are yet. Um, NDA life, but one of them should be... I want to say coming out soon. Maybe they keep pushing the date. Um, and then just a bunch of voiceover stuff. Like, you'll just have to keep your ear out for me. But you'll see me post about it on social and whatnot. And hopefully. So so <laughs> when a big thing drops and you hear and you hear her in, in it, please don't come to me and say, why didn't you talk about that? Because I didn't right? know about it. I know. <laughs> straight up NDAs. Yeah. But no, it's like, I, I, man, I'm telling you, sometimes I don't even know about it. Like I'll be on LinkedIn or whatever. And I'll be like creeping on the dev teams. And I'm like, holy shit, this game came out. What? Like that happened with Lone Echo. Um, they were pushing the date, pushing the date. And then it dropped It's a virtual reality game. And I was like, oh my God, it came out. So that's another game. Like I haven't fully heard myself in yet. So yeah, (laughs) it's always a little bit hard to keep track. But I know, hopefully when things drop, I'll be able to blast it more so. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time up to do this. And if you ever want to come back, you know where to find me. Oh, my God. My pleasure. You were awesome. <laughs> thanks All for right. thanks for um, accommodating my time. I actually have to hop on a voiceover gig, which is why I had to cut early because they just were like, can you do it today? And I'm like, yes. Oh, well, let me let me find know. out. <laughs> well, now you got. Now we got to get you back at some point. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye bye. Amazing. Thanks, man. Enjoy the day.